Hello, you filthy little children. Welcome to What Can You Offer? My name is Johnny the Cross, and I have to start this episode off with an apology. And no, I'm not apologizing for the fact that Alex Royal thinks good sushi comes from Hawaii. I'm not apologizing for the fact that Alex Royal thinks he has to drive to Whole Foods to get a good canned potato. Oh no. I'm apologizing for the fact that this is an episode that I have wanted to record for the longest time and I dropped the ball just a little bit. How? Well, you see, we recorded inside my pick-em-up truck in the parking lot of a WFC show and I failed to realize that as we were recording, my recording device had connected its Bluetooth to my truck. So I guess that means the audio was going through the speakers in my truck. So it sounds a little weird. Now, I think it's perfectly reasonable to listen to. Sounds great. More specifically, myself and Luke Langley sound great. Alex, well, you know, he never really sounds great anyway. But anyway, guys, I do apologize if the audio sounds weird at all. I have listened to it, though, and it's still a great great episode. So enjoy Luke fucking Langley. Now, ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you a story. It's a question. It's a statement. It's what can you offer? You're here for a celebration. You bought your ticket for a celebration. So a celebration is what you're going to get. Welcome to What Can You Offer? My name is John Cross, or at least it used to be. I'm with the artist formerly known as Alex Royal. And today we have a very special episode. An episode I've been waiting for for a long, long time. And that is sitting here with the one, the only... The ace in the hole, Luke Langley. Man, how is it going, my friends? Uh, it is going great. Great to be here with you guys. Uh, big fan of the pod. Oh, uh, good, good. Especially uh, all the parts where you say really nice things about me. So right, right, right. I love that. Oh, I see why my uh, my thing is... Uh, I'm, I'm, my phone is freaking me out because it keeps fading, but it's because it's connected to my uh, You're so my truck. No, it's still going. We're good. We're good to go. I'm just going to turn the... Uh, I'm just going to disconnect it from my um, Primo. We have our most esteemed guest, and what do we get? A little-ass truck. My primo. No, no beverage, like no no complimentary water or cheese. You know. Anyway, we're sitting here in my truck, and all Alex has done for the last fucking ten minutes is bitch about how small it is, and in reality, it's just because he's a big motherfucker. Yeah, well, so, you couldn't just spring for a high country or I mean, you know, a GMC Sierra. Hold on. Or, I, you know, I have no job. Silverado. I don't have a job. I'm, I'm jobless. I mean, I make people do jumping jacks every once in a while. You think they pay me a lot for that? So come on, bro. Basically, just you know, wear sweatpants to work. That's we true. Amen to that. I wear these pants I'm wearing right now. Like you're, this is the fifth time this lot, week. You're in for a lot of time of sweatpants at work. So we're sitting here at WFC Prior. I'm very excited to have Luke with us today. Uh, I'm I'm very excited to have Alex with me today as well. It's on my podcast. So um, this is very fun. We're in the parking lot. We're in the truck. We're going to talk about some cool stuff today. I've been wanting to do this pod with Luke forever because like you know we had OKX one in 2019 and like I, I don't know I had all these grand. Uh, designs of discussing that match and whatnot we're going to get into it as much as we can today but we got a lot more to cover hopefully 
Um, and we can do future podcasts as well, this of course. This is definitely going to be a three-parter. Oh, well, I don't know about that. But not, not today. But it could like, rightfully so be. I mean, how long did we record with Justin Lee? Well, I'm not talking about right now. I'm saying <laughs> we record one now. I'm sure it felt like a lot longer. It felt like fucking was. twice as long well, as whatever Justin it was. Justin was easy. You just push play, and then you and I stop talking, and then he continues. That the is exactly what happened. So... I, uh, I'm, I'm a little, I'm a w- little worse for wear right now. I've been working out all fucking morning as I do. We had a, we had a CrossFit competition this morning and as usual, I timed my tattoo very poorly. So I had my entire fucking forearm tattooed yesterday and woke up this morning to do a CrossFit comp. My entire left arm is in agony right now, but that's okay. So that's why I, I, I sound a little under the weather, but I'm actually just exhausted as fuck. So but I still have decided to drive out to Pryor to do this awesome uh, conversations with my buddies here. So, um, where do we want to jump off here? What do we want to start with? We want to go. Well, first, I want to say that yeah. I think you're a bitch for arguing about your tattoo and doing a crossfit competition because I had a tattoo on a Thursday and wrestled someone named Luke Langley on a Saturday. Well, you know so what? I'm more of a man than you are in many aspects. You know what, motherfucker? That. It's been well documented that the last giant tattoo I got, the very next day, I fucking special guest referee to your bitch ass with fuel and by special guest referee i mean like i hit a fucking tope and all the other things that are, that an actual good referee would ever do Best wrestler I've ever shout worked. out oh, nick well. chin you know yeah that's right that's someone's <laughs> i only said it once don't say it twice he'll pop up uh, like the fucking candy man but uh um and then we went on the dirty ass river the next day after i got my tattoo and and i went in the river you were on a kayak that's true he, he tried to get me out, but it was very Well, difficult. let's talk about our esteemed guest, Luke Langley. Yeah. Current WFC heavyweight champion. Heavyweight Fresh cute. off an AEW dark appearance. Mm-hmm, How was mm-hmm. that? Oh, it, was, it was really cool, man. Like, yeah. yeah I, Jump I, right into it. Yeah. yeah. Talk about AEW. You know, um, I don't want to make it like a bigger deal than it was because, you know, they, they hey, bring man. any guys in for those dark shows sure, all sure. the time. You know, they're there to, you know, get their guys over. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Like for sure. Showcase for you. But it was cool, man. Like, I've done extra work for WWE a couple of times. Yeah. And uh, really uh, struck by how laid back the really? uh, the backstage was at AEW. Like, the process is the same. It's a lot of, like, hurry up and wait, sit around catering, yeah, yeah. you know, wait to be told what to do. But, um, you know, you never had that vibe, like, oh, I don't want to, like, look at the wrong person, you know, for sure. too long, or I feel like I'm in somebody's way because I'm sitting here. Yes. I better not talk too loud or be noticed. Like, there was none of that. It was very laid back. Right on. Um, you know, most of the, the contracted guys, you know, at least came by, said hi, you know, made small talk. Um, you know, it helps that I, like, know a couple people there sure. already. Like, they use, uh, you know, Mike Seidel, you know, yep. uh, my sometimes tag partner in Fuego, obviously, yeah, yeah. just got signed. And Hell yeah. Ricky Starks, I know, from, like, the Texas days, so... Um, yeah, it was great experience. Good catering, you know. It was nice. fun to do the match, and uh, Hager and Sammy were both super chill, easy to work with, easy to put it together with. And Man, pretty happy with it. It was so. it was very cool. Um, my wife, my wife works in the same office as Graham's wife, and uh, um, your longtime tag team partner and buddy and best friend and all that good stuff. So like, uh, you're a sexual life mate. Perfect, absolutely. And uh, so sure. so Brittany was keeping me updated on everything, and you know she was she would just message me just like like. God, Graham's doing this right now, and he just said that Luke just did this, and now they're doing this, and now they're, you know, Luke's name is on the wall now, and he's going to have a dark match, and or whatever. It was, or it was like at first it was like they're hoping they can get a match Friday, and then it's like, oh, Luke's name's on the wall, that's cool, it's going to be some kind of tag, we don't know their opponents, blah blah. And she kept keeping me updated. When I heard who your opponents were, I was like, that number one is very cool. Number two, 
I know what the match is going to look like instantly. Right. That's cool, though, because those are fucking high-profile opponents. So you know that you're there to do a job, and you know exactly what that's going to be. I will say this, though. I don't even think I'm fucking... I'm not even crossing the line when I say this. I mean, physically... You were pretty much the most impressive person in the ring. Of course, Hager is fucking gigantic. Yeah, right, we get that. Yeah. Hager's huge. His shoulders look great. But there was a time when he was, you know, really jacked and stuff. And that's not now. But he looks phenomenal. Sammy looks great. Big Does, arms. Got yeah. big arms. I was very surprised because I don't guess I've ever paid attention. Always got some big arms. And then your your partner looks phenomenal. He's he's fairly local, right? Uh, Cody's, uh, he lives in St. Louis now. Okay, okay. I think he uh, was in Texas when we met him. He's actually from McAllister, Oklahoma. Okay. But I actually wrestled him back in like 2016. Mm. Um, he had just been in the business maybe a year. And I actually um, got to wrestle him, I think it was in September, up in Kansas City at Journey Pro Wrestling. Okay. And uh, obviously, physically, we've both uh, come a long way since Absolutely, uh, that yeah. first uh, meeting. So it was cool to get to wrestle him like five years later and then and you tag with him like a, at the AW a couple months after that. So yeah, Cody's a good dude. Very, very cool, man. I, I loved it. So my, yeah, my wife and I that night, like, uh, we were just like, well, fuck it. Like, how about we watch our first episode ever of AW Dark? Like I've never sat there and watched an episode before. So I, so I turned it on and we sat there in the living room and watched the, watched the whole show on the, on the TV. And yeah, we were very thrilled to, uh, to see you there and whatnot. And, uh, Brittany didn't quite understand. <laughs> I'm sure she thought you were about to go out there and have a banger of a match and blah, blah, blah. You had a perfectly fine match. Just a tight 25. But you know? yes, yes, yes. But you were you were there for a reason. You had a champ in the ring with you. Like, we get it. And it, it's it's dark. I didn't even know that. But they, they loaded dark. Dark had, like, what, 11, 12 matches or 15 even? I don't like know. It was crazy. 16 were on the board, honestly. crazy amount of matches. That's very cool. Yeah, but. Tony uh, had tweeted out earlier in the day that, you know, he wanted to give some love to the St. Louis crowd by giving them gotcha. like an extra jumbo size edition of Dark. Oh, right, I think right, right. originally full gear was going to be there, but you know, due to like COVID things, they had to move it. Right. Move That's that right. I just heard so, that too. Yeah. yeah. He actually came out and cut a promo while me and Cody were in the ring before Sammy and Hager came out. Okay. So like that kind of took us by surprise. And, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I was like, shit, we're going to wrestle Tony Khan. Yeah. <laughs> this is a change. Let's make a statement. Yeah. <laughs> Take a stunner. Yeah. 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 For sure. For sure. Well, very cool, man. I'm glad, um, you know, it is what it is, but it's it's more than and fucking 99% of the people around here are going to get anytime soon. So I hope it turns into something more for you if it does or doesn't, whatever. It's very cool to have that experience yeah, under your belt. Yeah, so yeah. the uh, Big Strong Man, did you, mm-hmm. is that ad-lib or did you get to pitch that or what? Uh, that is something that I say in practice matches yeah, yeah. Uh, to pop the boys. <laughs> and I've been saying that for like yes. the last couple of years. And uh I think I've said it a couple times, just organically wrestling at WFC, mm-hmm. just for shits and giggles. I love and, it. Uh, yeah, when Sam was like, why don't you just like give me a cheap shot or something, and then yeah, like, yeah. you know go like work the crowd. I was like, oh, you know, I know exactly what to say because at least there'll Perfect. be a couple people backstage who it pops them and immediately. Uh, it actually seem to you know get a decent response from the live St. Louis crowd. There immediately, too. So, I was uh, I was very happy. Yeah. Yes, that is something that uh, I do just to uh, pop the guys in practice matches. Nice. I love it. Well, so how was working with uh, like I don't know when you when you're when you're gearing up, you know who your opponents are and stuff. Like, uh, I mean, how are they to work with? How are they to talk with? Like Sammy and and Jake and whatnot. I mean, they were super chill. Like yeah. uh, Hager came by the board first and kind of like you know uh, just asked like, hey, who are yeah. who's Luke, who's Cody? Right. And I said, hey, you know, how long have you guys been doing this? And 
he had like kind of a rough outline, but not a whole lot going on uh, yet because he yeah there was like a run in uh, from the best man their minute of the year whatever yeah, minute of the year I think uh, yeah after and a little schmoz after that he needed to sort out so uh, once Sammy got looped in though I mean it was you know we put it together in like five minutes and you know. It, there's only so much you're going to do in a two well, minute yeah. and 41 second match. Of course, so, of course, uh, yeah. You know, at least we actually did, you know, get some offense in and yeah. got to like put the boots to, to Hager for, for a little sure. bit. Yeah, Cause yeah. you know, as the, as the, uh, the, uh, you know, the other dark matches went on, they kept having to shave time. Like yeah. there was some, like I turned away to talk to somebody. I turned back and like yes. the next guy was in the rig. So, over, yeah. 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 No, they was, they were really cool, easy to put stuff together with, you know, and, you know, I'm at the experience level now where it's like, you don't really have to tell me multiple sure. times. It's just like, what's the move you're going to hit there? Okay, cool. Gotcha. Got you know, yeah. come in here, take a spot buster. That's perfect. Yeah. yeah, they were super chill, easy to work with. Um, you know, they both seemed really happy with it afterwards. So I wanted yeah. to see you hit a drop kick so bad. <laughs> yeah, there was, a, there was a part of me that was like, I bet I can get Hager to take an NC from me or yeah, something yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah. And then, like, literally, like, as soon as we start the heat on him, like, the ref's like, get Sammy in, get yeah. Sammy in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Oh well, it is what it is, man. That's like I said, I loved it. I'm very happy for you. It, it's a, it's another like, I've said on this podcast numerous times lately that this has been one of the better years of my life. I'm very, very excited with 2021 overall, and like I don't know, seeing you in AEW for even that was like uh, that was another like, I don't know, more for you, but like for me, I was like, oh, this is very cool that this guy kind of started my most recent wrestling journey, and and now he's on TV in one way or another, and uh, I was like, that's very cool. So. Fuck yeah, man! Very happy for you. Very proud of you. It was badass. Nice. We were we were sitting in the living room, Sam and I, my wife, and uh, we were watching. She was watching Survivor or something, and I paused yeah. it. And she goes, "Why are you pausing?" And I go, "I forgot Luke's on dark tonight, so I want to." And she knows who Luke is, so mm-hmm. we put it on put it on dark. So I set the phone down, and we sat through like two matches, and I was like, "Yeah, fuck!" I got to like it's like a long time to get to Luke's match. Well, I started it late, so I had to rewind <laughs> and go back yeah, and yeah, find yeah. it. And then I'm like, "Hey, Sam," I was like. Isn't it crazy that Luke just stayed here a couple? This to her, it's a, I mean, yeah, she, you know, to a non wrestling fan, it's huge. Yeah, she's on, he's, he's on your TV. She, she's like, like, yeah, she's yeah. Like, she's like, oh my god. She's like, Luke looks much bigger than that guy. Yeah, Talk yeah, about yeah. Sammy. There you go. So, yeah, yeah. That, that it was, was cool. That was encouraging. Like just walking around the locker room, like not feeling like you know, yeah, out of place at all physically or hell yeah, like that and you know, even some of the contract guys were like, like, hey man, this dude's pretty jacked. Yeah, you know, apparently. So that's cool. I love um, it. Yeah, and even my dad, uh, when he saw like somebody posted like the, the picture from like up in the crowd and me like standing in the ring, my yeah. dad was I had dinner with my parents a couple of nights later and my dad was like, You look fucking big there, Tom, yeah. you know. So Hell yeah. Um, yeah, it was cool. You know, I definitely uh yeah, I, I you know, the chances of like making a career as like a professional wrestler are yeah. like less than the chances of like making it to the NFL. Or right. Or <laughs> right. Like so I, I've never really had like the idea that this would be like my full time, like paying the bills sort of thing. But like, sure. you know, being there, I was like, yeah, you know, I, I don't feel out of place here. I feel like I, I belong here. So there you go. It was definitely cool. I love it. I love it. And I, I posted it of course, so you could see it. But like, I, I immediately just think about you talking about like, I'm retiring at 30 mom. I'm promise <laughs> I'm going to retire at 30. And here we are, and you fucking, you know, in your 30s, and now you, you're, you're at least on AEW in one way or another, even for one time. So that's that's very cool that that got to happen. So, hell yes. yes. Yeah. yeah, good good feather in the cap, for show. So, all right, well, let's let's pivot from the uh, from the, the minuscule, boring AEW stuff, <laughs> you know, the fucking, who cares about that, and talk about some other shit. So, like, 
I don't even know. We don't, you know, we don't have enough time today to talk about every single thing, but I just think about Luke Langley and I think about fucking all the way back in, in, and we, it started before this, but like, I just think about all the way back in like UWE and like, I went to UWE and the only fun that I had was just like sitting in the corner of the locker room with you and Graham. Like that was it. Like I was like, I was bored out of my mind otherwise. And then like, after we completed our storyline, and you guys left one time on my Facebook memories, the, the, like the picture I took of the empty corner of the locker room and like just my bag, I was like, fuck that sad. I was, I was so sad when the whole like villain storyline ended and you guys left. But, uh, um, so yeah, so Luke and I did, uh, did some cool stuff in UWE. We did a big angle where, um, uh, he, uh, they turned on me like, uh, it was me versus Tim and they turned on me and joined Tim and I lost the belt the to Tim. Villain. The original villains, yeah, and uh, um, Luke and Graham and Tim created the villains, and uh, we brought my wife into it. My wife was wrestling at the time, so we, we did a really fun, even, I, the, yeah. I think yeah. that the tag we did with yeah. me and Graham against you and Brittany, yeah. like, obviously there's stuff I would edit it, sure. you know, in it now, but I sure. think that match still really holds up as a piece of storytelling, and, uh, yes. you know, uh, Brittany worked her ass off, and I think, uh, absolutely, you know, it, it's still, like, one of my favorite matches like, for, like, what it was. Of all the stuff that I've done, like, start to finish, if I had to really compile a top ten, maybe even a top five, the the mixed tag match with me and my wife versus the versus you and Graham, I, that, yeah, I love it. Just And that's just the match, but, yeah, like you said, the whole angle leading up to it was that, really well done. The angle where, yeah. uh, we jumped you and yeah. we like duct tape you to the mm-hmm. to the post and Brittany comes out, you know, to, like shield yeah. you and it looks like we're gonna let her go and then I yeah, scoop yeah. her up and we hit her with the double T and the so death cool. valley and uh yeah, that was like I think that was might have been like the first like yeah. one of the first like live promos I ever hit too was yeah, that yeah. real promo and I, I I still uh I still kind of you know get chills off us thinking back to that segment and watching it back. Very so, cool shit. An early emotional and like the crowds into it and stuff. I, I love that. And then, you know, we let it, we, we went and we had the tag match, which was really fun. And, uh, then it all culminated in the, uh, the big match at like showdown. It was, a uh, so I always forget about that. I don't know why I don't forget about it, but I forget that. Like every time I think about UWE showdown being a big deal, like I think about all these great singles matches I had, but we had the big tag match. It was me and Brandon Walker, the guns versus the wolves basically. And, and, and we went fucking ape shit wild in that match and went really, really fucking long and very long. The most memorable thing I, I, I and I called her out on it like a long time ago watching the tape. But um, Graham's now wife is taking pictures at ringside during that match. And when the three count happens, she throws her hands up and starts shaking her head. And I always remember that because it's basically a like fucking finally god damn it moment and i i love i love it but match was great we went crazy i hit the fucking the uh you know while he was still a twinkle in his daddy's eye i hit the alex royal brain buster through a table in that match so uh um, plastic plastic (laughs) it was a plastic table yes and it was still holds up because fucking I've seen the worst brain busters table. Oh, it was great. Oh, it was disgusting. Like, it was yeah. terrifying. It should have been at the, the end of the match, and it's like in the first like ten minutes. And it was like it. it was all Graham just being like, "Yeah, brain buster me through this," and I'm like, "Really? What? What? Am I going to be safe doing this?" The, the, the unknown, like, uh, well, I guess not unknown, but like the 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 lesser talked about aspect of that match is that that angle yeah. was originally intended for uh, one Chris Fury to be. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. Walker. Weather Walker. Okay. But couldn't get, uh, couldn't get him to sign on. Fury yeah. To commit to it, unfortunately. Too but, big uh, time. Yeah. 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 
uh, you know, they're, they're still like, uh, they're still a part of me. It's like, what if we had gotten Fury? It would have been very cool. It would have felt more natural to have Fury because we always wanted to have that big horses versus wolves match that, that, that got fucked over in SRPW or whatever. But, uh, uh, not that that was big, but like it was still it was big to yeah, us at the time. It felt pretty big to people at the time. <laughs> it really did. There was some genuine hype. For we it. did our yeah. best. Uh, I we did our best to hype it up, and and on social media and stuff, we were hyping it up. But me and Fury were trying to make the tag team thing work, and you guys were the best of the best as far as we were concerned. And so we, we weren't even good then. Sure. I mean, yeah, of course, yeah, of course. I wasn't fucking good either. So like, yeah, I. I, you know, we, we have that match. So we have a match at SRPW, a show featuring Cole Cabana. Um, it's also the night of the infamous uh, Matt Majestic uh, fucking pile driver, powerbomb, neck injury move. Power driver. Power driver from, from Jake O'Brien. But anyway, that's been discussed. But like, yeah, we, we opened the show and uh, essentially, oh, I mean, as we do, we got this long ass fucking crazy match planned. And um, uh, basically, the referee just in the middle of one of the falsies fucking decides, well, this match is over. It was and, uh, and fucking ding, it, ding, ding. It was, the bell. We had gotten to a four down. Yeah, or yeah, yeah. We had all kind of waterfall. We sure. were all laid out, and the refs coming over to me, like checking, like, hey, it's time to go home. And I said, I think I said something like, you know, we're almost there. It's the four down. And yeah. the next thing I know, he was ringing the bell. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. I was, I was like, I was very furious in a way that, like, I probably didn't need to be because ultimately what the fuck ever. But like, uh, I was, I just remember being so fucking mad and not knowing who I could take my frustrations out on. I'm sure part of me thought like, this was our big tag match and, and Coca Bana's here and like, fuck, <laughs> you know, but oh, well, I mean, I think like, it's easy to do like, yeah. To kind of look back and be like, oh, we were so worked up about something. It really wasn't a big deal. But yeah. I mean, isn't that every aspect of your life? Yes. Like everything feels like a big deal at the yes, time. And we've only been doing it a couple of years. And like now it's a, you know, uh, you know, with the benefit of having a few hundred more matches, you know, yeah. uh, you can kind of look back and laugh at it. But no, it, at the time it legitimately pissed me off. Oh, and, you know, for we, sure. We didn't get a chance to like work with, you know, guys who wanted to just go out and you know, really do stuff 100 miles an hour all the time. Right. So it felt like a wasted opportunity. It did, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm right there with you, man. I agree. I agree. It did. So that was, I mean, you know, and ultimately it's made a good story for today. So there's that. But uh, so we did that. Then the UWE years and, years and stuff happened. And uh, time kind of moved on. You guys left UWE for a time and, uh, or forever. I don't know if you ever went back. Not that you needed well, to. but a couple matches. Did you? A few years that's ago right. You did. You had, yeah, that's right. I remember I that. I think I wrestled West on Showdown. Yes, yeah, that's dude. right. That's right. We wrestled not with it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so fun shit, awesome. Um, I mean, we can jump into whatever, of course, as we do on this podcast. But the next thing on my list, of course, is yeah, to start talking about. Can oh, yeah. Please, just guess if you could fucking flip a coin. I what would you say? I don't know if I got this or not, but yeah. I'm pretty sure you're gonna say OKX okay, One. <laughs> so OKX okay, One, and we've done an entire podcast Jeez. about that, kind of from my perspective. But, um, so OKX1 comes about, I've been gone from wrestling for about three years. Well, I've been gone as an in-ring performer for about three years. I'm doing the Alex Royal, uh, manager stuff and it scratches a lot of my itches. And it was actually, I was having a blast doing that. I really was. Cause I'm getting to fucking mimic Ric Flair in, in fucking evolution. That's all I was out there doing. And I love it. Wearing a suit and doing a strut. That, that's what I love to do. So I was having a blast. And then Josh starts, Alex starts floating around the, uh, the ideas of this super show, you know, a la whatever you want to call it. And, uh, um, 
he wants to bring about all the different organizations in, in the in the area and kind of put on a show with everybody and high, highlight everyone. And um, I don't even know. I remember, I mean, I remember vividly recording a podcast that night and then y'all hit me with all this stuff after we had stopped recording. It was late at the shop in Claremore. Yeah. And I, I remember kind of halfway floating out there, like if, you know, hypothetically, if you could get Luke or Barrett, I'm pretty sure it was my exact what I said. I would do this. And uh, yeah. So go ahead. Pick up that Take over. You know, essentially, we watched we watched um, all in happen. Okay. And then JD, JD and I, was, uh, there. and we were very inspired about it. We were right. like, man, like we could do something like this around here. Yeah. And we had all these ideas as far as promotion that we didn't feel like a lot of the companies around were using it. Mm-hmm. We weren't using a lot of social media promotion. Everything was a lot of you know hand to hand flyer and poster hang. And our thing was, we want to build a show strictly online strictly by vignettes with just boosted posts with right. no flyers, no posters and just, you know, give wrestling, give a lot of wrestling. Sure. And one of the big things was hinging on, you know, John's return. And we had a few little things there, the, the STF come back, the stuff like that. But you know, the main event was, it had to, that had to happen. And, uh, when we pitched it to you, yeah. um, when we pitched it to you, we were at the shop and I remember John was, you know, you had like some snacks or something with you and you were yeah, like, yeah. you thought about it for a little bit and then you were like, all right, hypothetically, yeah, yeah. if you could get Luke or Barrett yeah. or both, because you said you're the king of the triple threat, right, 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 you right. said, I could be easily convinced. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I said, well, then just fucking plan on it. Okay, yeah. Just plan, oh, that will happen. Just plan on it. And that night I was like, I already had a date lined out. Like, yeah. We were thinking of a date and we were thinking of a time and you were like, you're talking like May. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. And you're like, oh. God, like you were like pacing in the shop. I thought, well, so I do think, no, I mean, no, you could be totally spot on. I think it's a little muddled in that. I think that we had the conversation that led with me going like hypothetically. And then I came back to pot again and it was late at night. And that's when you said Luke is on board too. And that is when I went crazy and yeah, started pacing. The idea early. I started we pacing hammered, We hammered shit. it out. We yeah, hammered yeah. it out at the shop and we, we ironed it. Cause I remember like yesterday we were at the Locust Grove venue yeah. and JD and I were scared to talk about it mm-hmm. because we didn't want to step on Tim's toes because right. we don't have production. We don't have a ring. We don't have any of this. Yeah, it all yeah. had to be clear with Tim before we even decided to, you know, go, go pillage through his locker room and just talk to people. Was sure. that the one where you guys like went over time on the opener and got shoot out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I remember that. I remember it was in Locust Grove when I, I believe me and you had talked about it. Like you had kind of like floated this like super show concept to me at like yeah. the shows before. But I remember specifically at that Locust Grove show. Jeremy coming up to me and saying like, nice. "Hey, we want you to we want you to wrestle John at the Super yeah. Show and having like the date and stuff." We both we both sat there and JD and I were like, we were like, "Man, we're like, it's got to be Luke." We're like, if it, if it's not Barrett and Luke, it has to be Luke. And then because we still wanted to use Barrett in some capacity, yeah. but ultimately at the time I was like, "Man, you're not gonna get the what we're trying to do as far as building wise with we need vignettes yeah. every week." And I, I don't I didn't think if we had Barrett you were not at all, yeah we you wouldn't have that. that's no knock on him they're just too busy yeah, too whatever so when we talked not we near like, enough like yeah. we were like it just has to be Luke and then we were like you know you know Luke up and um, John was the first person to be like I'm, if I come back I'm not winning yeah and you know it was, it was well, I had two I had two I I distinctly said um, here's my two like I'm game I'm coming back I'm gonna wrestle Luke here's my two things number one. 
I'm not winning. Number two, we're not the main event. That was my two things. And you were just like, well. <laughs> you have one of them. <laughs> yeah, that's ultimately what happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, in my head, I didn't have any confidence. Like, it's about compromise. I, I didn't have any confidence at all that I don't, at this point, it did not even, I don't know what it was, but it didn't even strike me that my returning was that big of a deal for you. Like that, that was that big of a focal point for you to highlight that it would make sense to make a main event out of it. It just didn't strike me that way. I honestly uh, don't think if we could have, and this isn't a John Cross like your dick moment, but it's like, I don't know. This if is the you, place to do it. Okay. I don't, I don't know if you, if you would have said no, Yeah. I don't know if OKX1 would have actually happened because the return was a big, yeah, yeah. It, it was, it was our tent pole match. To me, it, it, definitely felt like a, a main event sort of angle because sure you know we me and graham had kind of been you know wrestling other places and our main focus yeah. had been izw down on lot yeah. so we were pretty removed from like the the tulsa sure. you know east oklahoma yeah. scene during i think your your prime run as right. like the wfc champion and like lead up to the cage match yeah, and, like, yeah. but you could tell like just like um from what we saw like on social media and you know just the way uh we saw fans respond to you in clips and stuff that like you know you were you know you were basically to us like the oklahoma undertaker you know uh i'll take obviously it. That, that's <laughs> you know this is hyperbole but sure like, sure oh of course to me, yeah, like, yeah it always it, it always felt like you were you know the big fish and you know this admittedly sure. small pond and like yeah. you know coming back after having you know, such a kind of famous last moment in wrestling, right. you know, falling off the top of the cage and then, you know, being completely gone and like, yeah. you know, you know, and honoring that state yeah, yeah, yeah. move, not rushing yeah. back like so many people do. Um, no, it, it, it actually felt like a big deal to me when it was pitched to me. So. Well, I, I knew that when I agreed like that night in the shop and I, it really became serious and like uh, my, my heart rate jumped up and all that stuff. And I've told the story on here about how like I got in my truck I had like my little lunchbox like I have behind my seat right now full of snacks and like I got in the vehicle and on the highway leading out of Claremore, um, I tossed shit out the window. Which so yes, I littered like a motherfucker. But like I I tossed a like I think it was a bag of pork rinds or something out the window and I was like, This has to be the most serious thing I've ever done. I don't know if I'm going to be a good wrestler, but I have to at least look like a good wrestler, especially considering who I'm wrestling. So like it was a it was fucking it was like balls to the wall. It's like me getting Britney and being like, look, this is it. Like we I have to focus in as hard as I ever have before. You uh, you just have to be okay with it, and you can follow along with me workout wise and training wise and eating wise, or I'll do my shit on my own. Uh, but it's gonna be the most serious thing I've ever done. And bless her for like being like, whatever you do, I'll do. Let's go. And uh and and like I just the fucking the like that whole experience of me training physically for OKX has completely changed my entire outlook on fitness, on working out, on health. It helped lead me to where I'm at now, coaching full time. Like laid the groundwork for Well, I just know that like I did Jabroni workout for a long time. I did CrossFit for a long time. That combined with wrestling led to me being really hurt. And then all of a sudden I found myself um twenty seventeen like 2016 I quit wrestling so 2017 is going to be my first full year without wrestling and like I'm in the worst physical like pain I've ever been in and then my gym my primary CrossFit gym that I loved my home there 
uh, went out of business. So now I'm like, like, uh, I'm, I'm like, are we going to make this garage workout thing work? Or are we going to like go to a different gym or whatever? And then you fast forward. So we did, we, Brittany was like, let's make the garage work. And we did pretty well. And then you fast forward to me agreeing to do this. OKX. It was really interesting because I'd already kind of gotten a good mindset that I could do this stuff in my garage. And then it just, fuck man, just me and Brittany in the garage, freezing to fucking death working out for two plus hours a night. And it was just, that shit has transformed my entire mindset on training and stuff. And, and it's all because of this fucking match. So it's amazing what you find yourself capable of doing when you have like a clear goal in mind. It's an amazing, actual, like tangible motivation to to aim for. Yes. I almost wish like the way you talk about it now, like we had like, like a documentary for you to like, like oh man see like fight videos yeah. of us in camp because like yeah. you know you talk about like being locked in on it and overhauling you mm-hmm. know your entire training and yeah. your lifestyle and like um i don't know if i had to overhaul like the gym to the same degree sure. because i was already yeah you looked good, amazing had a pretty yeah. good routine going sure sure but like i know that like when when i knew like okay this is gonna happen and these guys are counting yeah on you to headline this show yeah like, yeah yeah there there was a uh a part of me that had put a lot of pressure on myself because sure. like you know i think uh you know from like 2017 through 2018 i felt like i was really kind of rounding into form as a singles wrestler yeah uh obviously got into a, you know much better physical shape but like i felt like i was starting to put the pieces together as sure. like, a guy who could you know carry long good singles matches uh, but I'd never really been featured as like, right. you, know, uh, you know, main championship player in any company or, sure. or main eventer. And like, there was a part of me, it was like, if this show doesn't succeed, yeah, then that's an indictment on me uh, and my ability to main event a show. And like, uh, now I'm thinking about it, you know, that was pretty egocentric way of thinking about it. Cause like people were excited to see you come back and it wouldn't really matter sure. like who your opponent was. But like in my head, it was like, they picked you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. A guy who's known as like a tag guy who hasn't yeah. been featured as a main event player <laughs> right. when they could have, you know, gone with like Tim, the guy you had your last sure. match against right. or Mr. Nasty. Who right. had so many famous. Of matches course. With, yeah. You yeah. Know? But they picked you and now you got to live up to that. Yeah. So it like, you know, I was completely locked in on the gym and I, you know, I just, you know, I had a pretty good routine going, but like it, it, I doubled down on really? it. You know, yeah. I just added the volume. I was, I don't think I ate a freaking Oreo for like <laughs> five months. Leading Same. Up. No ice cream. And, you know, I, I know I, you I, love that ice cream. But too. man, right. it, you know, <laughs> Sunday nights, yeah, I get after it. You know, I, I'm, you know, I'm pretty good 85% of the there time, you go. but you know, yeah. when I go, I go hard as anyone who was around me this Halloween can, can attest to, or who <laughs> saw me at AEW's catering right. after that match. But, um, yeah, man, like, I don't think I'll ever be as focused, um, singularly on one thing as I was in like the five or six months leading up to the, to OKX one. And, um, yeah, well, honestly, like when it came off so well and it was such a success, like, I just kind of kept that routine going yeah. because I was like, well, now I proved it. Yeah. But now I got to keep it. You yeah. Know? Because now it's like, I can't allow myself to look worse than that. You right. Know? I can't allow myself to be less of a wrestler because now people will expect that Luke Langley. You yes. Know? So, um, yeah, it was a wonderful experience. Like we don't even need to talk about like, the match itself, but just like, yeah, I was telling Alex, uh, you know, before we wrestled in our, our most recent match, you know, like, I don't know if I'll ever like be that 
focused right. and that motivated by like one single match as that was. So it That's, was an awesome experience. He, uh, Alex kind of, he told me almost that exact sentence, you talking about being so singularly focused on the match with me and stuff. And I, I, I don't know why. And it's really because you and I have never sat down and talked about it like we're doing now on this podcast. But like, I was kind of in another part like where I, where I had the, it's almost like, I didn't want to let myself down for sure because I was like, fuck, you actually enjoyed the way that you went out. For, to a lot of extent, I went out in a way that I was comfortable with staying gone from you falling. You didn't like yourself. I didn't like myself, yeah, no. It wasn't necessary. It, it was, but it wasn't on my own terms. I didn't have to quit, but I was in a lot of pain, and I was like, this is a good enough one to quit on. I'm never going to make any money, blah, blah, blah. Tim's a great opponent. Cage match. Very much the right time and sure. the right circumstances. Right to, to so that. I was like, I don't want to let myself down. And then, m- number two after that was, I don't want to let Luke down. That was very much it. I was like, this dude looks amazing. He can go like like no one else that I've seen recently. He was one of the names, one of the two names that I mentioned to Alex if I wanted to wrestle somebody because I missed a handful of people as I left. Uh, not that I needed to hit them because I looked like shit and felt like shit. So it's like I missed a handful of people like like Barrett, like Luke, like Wes, like uh, uh, Sam uh, Stackhouse. Like I missed some people that I actually really wanted to lock up with. And, um, I was like, I can't let fucking Luke down. Like I can't walk in that ring looking like fucking, like I looked when I see those old pictures of me with my gut hanging over my purple tights. And I'm like, I can't look like that guy. I just can't. And it took everything in the world for me to look half as good as Luke did. So like it it was, you know, I, he looked amazing in that match and I, I looked as good as I've ever looked, you know, up until maybe OKX two. But like, uh, I, uh, I, yeah, and what you said a while ago, I wish I would have, like, even, I think I was just so fucking nervous and focused, which is fine, but, like, I wish I would have had the uh, the foresight to be like, we should record some of these workouts, Brittany, because I, I shit you not when I say, like, it's me in a garage, a tiny little one-car garage, and just mismatch weights and shit, and a little bitty electric heater, and we're freezing to fucking death, and all of our workouts were two hours long. And, uh, I, it was crazy, man. It was so crazy that I didn't even notice it at the time. Like I didn't even realize it. I remember like parents come over for, for holidays or something and, you know, Christmas or whatever it was. And I just remember telling my mom, like, mom, FYI, there are going to be two hours every day that me and Brittany disappear and can't be bothered. And we're going to be right outside that door right there. But we can't be bothered. And that was that was you know that was laser like you talk about being laser focused. Yeah, I was there. And you know I'm a I love the holidays and I love my parents and I'm gonna eat food. But like I was like I'm gonna enjoy a very limited amount of this food. But and I'm gonna hit my gym work every single day. And uh, and like yeah. So I, I don't know. I mean I, I wish I would have had some videos of that. But I have the memories and a few pictures and stuff though. So that's cool. But like yeah, it would have made a good documentary I guess to, for like you and me and and all that the training styles and stuff. So. Man, I just I love that experience. Let's talk. So, tell me this. Uh, you, you know, this is just from from just my own mind. I'm like, what what does a usual week of training look like for you? What do you do? Body splits? Do you do upper? Or do you do chest day, leg day, arm day? Do you do full body? What do you do? Yeah, uh, I do. It's mostly kind of the bro split. Okay. Thing. So yeah, like yeah. Lately, like the last few years, I've been doing like, um, and I you know it's usually kind of a, a bro split for the lifting, and then yeah. I usually finish with some kind of like or like kind of high intensity cardio thing. Sure. And so like Sundays is usually like back and deadlift. I stopped heavy deadlifting, yeah. you know, a, a while ago. Now I kind of have this like 
crossfitty like yeah, drop yeah. down ladder thing I do with okay. deadlifts. But okay. yeah, back and, and deadlift and then you know I'll do like bar over burpees for cardio. At the there you end. go. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, shoulders on Monday, uh, legs heavy on Tuesday, um, chest and triceps uh, uh, on Wednesday. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll you know do like I think I'm up to like 160 some odd like alternating burpees and VFs for cardio. <laughs> there. Like, I love you it. Know, um, and then like Thursdays I do this like uh, I do this uh, kettlebell uh, cardio thing which like nukes your shoulders too. Nice. And then I just do a bunch of curls. Yeah, it's hey, of course, man. Of course. And then like Fridays I've been kind of doing this like uh, bar complex and kind of doing more like total body stuff. Like I'll do this bar complex and then some lunges and then I'll do some more uh, chest tricep superset stuff just to kind of get a little extra work there but i love it yeah that's pretty much it man. I'm, I'm very i'm very i'm always fixated to hear what people that have tremendous results do so that's 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 great you do a little bit of traditional stuff but you've, you've got a lot of extra stuff when you start talking about kettlebells and complexes and whatnot that's very cool so i, I dig it man hell yeah i thought it was funny we uh john and i were talking about you know your preparation for fx1 and you were like, I wouldn't touch ice cream leading up to John. And I told John, I said, you know what's oh, fucked yeah. up about that? I said, he won't even fucking look at an ice cream when he's wrestling you. The morning of our match, he crushes pancakes. They were like the sampler size. <laughs> so they're, they're, they're oh, like, God, you know, they're, they're not even. Oh, you know, I just thought that was a cool little parallel. Yeah. It's like, no, it's, it's good for podcasts. No, you guys. should have seen the pancakes I had. Last Sunday, though, after, <laughs> after the <laughs> AEW thing on Friday, and there you go. Wrestling on, on Saturday, like, I, there's this place called the Big Biscuit in Kansas City, and oh, like, yes. these pancakes, like, cover the entire circumference yes. of a plate. Oh, yeah. It's yes. like, you know, and I, like, I'll soak it in syrup. Of course. And then, you know, but then, like, it kind of dries out. I mean, it's not dry, but it's just soaked in. So right. I have to add more syrup. Oh, yeah. Of course you do. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. I, I have a, a passion for bread. Breakfast food. I, I love I love that like similarity between us because I've I've talked about it on here how breakfast is my favorite like breakfast is great that's my that's my preferred like that's my death row meal like I have I mean I've had them for a while now but I got them colored yesterday them co- they're covered you can't see them but there's a stack of pancakes on my wrist now because pancakes are like my that's my food that's right, my right, right. after OKX two crushed I I went home after OKX two and I made pancakes and cooked pancakes and and ate them in my kitchen like. That, that, that is my go-to meal, so I love hearing that yeah, for we, sure. We sit down at Egbert's, and then we're talking. Like, we're kind of just having a conversation. It's morning of. Like, I did get the fruit instead of the, like, the hash. Ah, meat. there you go. But I sat down, and she looks at me, and we both get coffee. We're like, all right, you can get a coffee. Yeah. And then she's like, what do you want? I just look at Luke. I'm like, I think I'm going to get the oatmeal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it looks like, nothing wrong with a big breakfast. Let me, let me, yeah, 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 yeah. I'll take the, uh, I'll yeah, take the pancakes. Good. You all got ice cream? Like, I was <laughs> like, well, I mean, I guess we're not going to eat again yeah. later, so. Oh. Oh Go my ahead goodness! Well, this this um a couple days ago for cardio, I um uh, now that I don't have any good goals in mind, it's very hard for me to focus on cardio. So I I put a uh, I put our match. I had I was like I'm gonna talk to Luke on on Saturday. I wanna I wanna watch this OKX one match because I hadn't seen it in a long time, and so I put it on and did a little bit of cardio because match is too fucking long. I'm doing cardio that whole time, but uh, I watched most of the match and then I went home and actually finished the rest of it. But I was I hadn't seen it in a long time. I didn't know how it was going to hold up for me. I know it's very long. I know it's like the 50-minute mark or something. And uh, um, I, uh, I I really enjoyed it. We started very slow, and I was slow a lot of that match. I think that 
I think it just had to be that way just because I'm so fucking out of actually wrestling like that. It was difficult, but we picked up the pace in, in a lot of cool spots. And, uh, man, uh, I've, I've already told it on here, but like Luke put that whole fucking match together. I gave a little bit of input here and there, but he put that shit together and tremendously. So, so, so he wrote a good plan. Um, I don't know, man. I really enjoyed it. That, the like, the stretch in that match after I hit you with a brain buster, that, like, uh, starting with that brain buster leading through the finish, it's pretty, I was pretty impressed with, like, how the crowd was into it at that point. So it, It's not yeah. on the actual edit of the match, uh-huh. but uh, they, um, the first video that was sent to me, uh, yeah. that I think, not the first. <laughs> I guess it would have been like the, the rough cut. Of yeah. It. Uh, after you hit the the uh, waffle stop, yeah. brain buster yes. combo, um, there's a wide shot of that kick out. And oh, really? Like you can see yeah, yeah. people like jumping to their oh, feet. Oh, I love that. Yeah. that. I that love watching people's reactions. Such a thrill. Because like that, that, I mean, that was it to them. And, uh, and it was a great, great call yeah. by you, that spot there with the stomp right into the brain I think buster. that was one of the first things that uh, yeah. I had pitched to you. But, uh, I love it. Yeah, I, 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 I think that match holds up really well, yeah. obviously. Like, you know, there's things you can smooth out in every sure. match. But, it's, sure. you, know, it's, you know, it's not supposed to look like a video game animation Absolutely. all the time, you know? Absolutely. I agree. Um, the moment, the high points in that match uh, are, you know, right up there with, you know, the high spots and the yeah. high emotional peaks in any match that you're ever going to see. Or, you know, I think on, on the indie level, period. Right. You yeah. know, well, um, yeah, you mentioned, you know, me putting it together. I, I've always thought, like, having wrestled you uh, twice now and yeah. that kind of, obviously, going back to the UWE days yeah, before yeah, yeah. then, but, like, um, I think we have good chemistry because uh, I think I have a pretty good, uh, like, mind for, like, the overall structure and yeah. sequencing and, and yeah, things yeah. like that. And you have such a good eye for, like, the little character details yeah. and, like, the little storytelling moments within that so it's i think they those things feed off each other really nicely so uh, i've enjoyed wrestling you twice i appreciate that i've enjoyed wrestling you as well it was the both matches absolutely tremendous i i don't i really couldn't have asked for anything to go better at okx1 i there was nothing like there's uh, i love i love our entrances i love everything in the ring i love the fucking i can't believe that we pulled off the fucking inner inward outward superplex so well like no, you've done yeah. that a couple times since then. I still oh, it's never. It, it's never come off as good as that. One, never, never. Yeah, not at all. It was absolutely amazing, and like the, the whole stretch. And yeah, I love, um, I love the ending with the with the with you hitting the, the sequence, and then me kicking out, and then the middle finger, the kick to the head, the fucking brain buster, the hyper beam. Like I, I, I love that. The finish was great, so uh, tremendous, I, man. Yeah, you know, uh, I will say those are the two worst brain busters I've hit. <laughs> Mine's not, not that great in that match either. No, your yeah. brain buster is good though. Yeah, yeah. So, like, mine, like the first one is almost borderline a suplex, and the second one just doesn't have the height that I sure. want. And I mean, you know, it's this is super nitpicky stuff. Of course, but it's of like, course. Yeah, you know, now like. I'll put my yeah. brain buster up against anybody. I, now, you've got but, it to a yeah. science now, yeah, both, I, I, both I, of I, you I, guys. You yeah. Know, the hyper beam's cool, but you know, I, I put people away with the brain buster all the time. I've, now. I've said plenty of times in silence, this will be the first time on recording I've, I've, that I've said it in public, that you and 
you and Alex both have better brain busters than I ever had. So like, uh, the, I'm, I'm very impressed by that for sure. And yeah, it is what it is. Like you said, that's nitpicky because the, they're, they're fine and the crowd reacts to them just fine. And the, the, the announcers call it a brain buster. So it's all okay. But right. I know personally, we want everything to be as crisp and perfect as possible. And I get that. So hell well, yeah. Well, they start fucking finishing people with the brain buster. It's brutal looking. For oh, sure. I, I do. He's, he's beating some people, yeah. That's, yeah. that's my journey pro finish. There you go. And I don't like the hyper beam and all, but your brain buster's sick. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, man. I'm, I'm, I'm on board with that for sure. Well, so OKX1, tremendous success. I was uh, super happy. Again, I couldn't have asked for anything to go better that day. Um, the only thing I could have really asked for is for Alex to fucking join me in a celebration meal the next day, but he no-showed me, so... Uh, other than that, it was a really great time and a really great experience. We're coming up. It's been what three years for sure. It is nuts, man. I'm it is nuts. That people haven't like turned this off because it's like these guys have gone on for yeah. hour and a day about this match that was two and a half years ago. Well, fuck you know? them. Listen yeah. to a whole podcast about John and Aaron. They'll be alright. That's true too. That's, that's true. That's true. So. Fast forward a little bit. I want to talk about our second match as much as we can. So, um, uh, I uh, basically, I will say this. Every single day, definitely every time I agreed to do something, but really every day I woke up in the morning, I regretted wrestling after OKX. Every fucking day. Every day I was like, why am I a wrestler again? And even though I'm wrestling once every three fucking months or some bullshit, I'm just like, this is stupid. I will not get that magic of OKX back, and I have fucked myself now. Where do I end it? Where do I end it? What, what do I do now? This is bullshit. Um, so I know that. So, but I, I had a checklist, and I was like, let me just go through this fucking checklist. You know, let me get through. Like, I did want to wrestle JD, and I got that done. I really wanted to wrestle Alex, and we got that done. Um, I, uh, I wanted to wrestle Barrett, got that done. Sam Stackhouse, got that done. Um, even got to fit Tommy in there and stuff, and Alex had well, pitched... Well, let's not forget, you got to wrestle the match you really wanted. Which no, was you know what? I mean, okay. exactly. Now, yeah. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, you can thank Luke for giving you confidence to be able to carry a match. That's exactly right. Well, you fucking can. That's Probably exactly you. right, JR. No, I... I, 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 I yeah. hope Justin Lee knows that when you carry him to yeah. that match, like that does make him a socialist, letting him do all the work. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Well, Alex told me that they were doing this big, I don't even remember where it was. I don't, I'm not good at details like that, but WFC was going to have this like major event, this like big February event somewhere. They had some special building booked. It was going to be for some special cause or something. I don't the, know. Uh, we had the, uh, Big Civic Center in Muskogee. Maybe that, yeah. There you go. It yeah, might have been Muskogee. It, it was massive. It was a, it was a full-on yeah. massive Civic Center. Yeah, I've wrestled there before. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, UW, UW had a couple shows there. and uh, They gave us a $10,000 budget for time. Yeah, fuck yeah. That's that's amazing. And so I remember being like, well, what can I do that's special for WFC? And I was like, well, if we're going to do a fucking rematch, like, I guess that's where I would have my rematch. Because I didn't know what else to do. Like, full, full, full like, uh, you know, uh, disclosure or whatever like nasty i was like i don't really want to wrestle nasty again we've done it we've done it already and it's amazing and i don't want to ruin those memories nasty's not in as great a shape as he used to be so like maybe i don't want to do that but i was like we could do john luke too or or whatever like i could see that happening and um all that civic center stuff fell through that did not happen at all so um, only just you know preface that yeah, so yeah. Uh, the guy that his name was jeremy the guy that ran it 
he got a job um, working for the BOK. Yeah. And he was a big time wrestling fan. And sure. once he bounced, that went with him. Yeah. They, I will say, cared, yeah. because it'll probably never get brought up again, the early tentative card for that was going to be Tim and XCal versus Rock and Roll Express, Alex versus Carlito, JD versus Trevor Murdoch, and then we were talking Jiu Jitsu. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was, that was going to be a pretty cool little card. Um, All the names you need. But, you know, fuck it, it fell through. It, it got, you got names like that, it, nine times out of ten, it's probably going to fall through. Right. So I was, I was like, WFC is very special to me. So I was like, I want to give them something special for their big, big show. And to me, that was the John Luke rematch. And I didn't even give a shit how it went. I didn't give a shit if I went over or or Luke went over again. It didn't matter to me at all. I was like, let's just do it. And from the get-go, you and I were pretty much on the same page with, like, this cannot be a 50-minute match. Like, we we really, like, I just want to go balls to the wall. I I think we both said, like, separately, not even knowing that we were both thinking the same thing, that we wanted it to be more like a G1 uh, New Japan match where it's like, Basically, over there, like, I think you got a half-hour time limit or something. Right, and, like, right. we want to just fucking, like, cram everything into 30 minutes. We're going balls to the wall because we've already faced each other and taken our best. And now, like, I'm back in the rhythm of things. And, and you're fucking, like, this motherfucker's coming back at me even though I've already beat him and yeah, stuff. I mean, and we, We've seen everything we could throw at each other yes. in, in 43 minutes before. So now we don't need to waste time with the feeling out. Right? Absolutely. You, know, you, you, don't, you know you can go, so you don't have to yes. get your sea legs back under you. And, yep. I know exactly who I'm in there with, so right. I'm going to try to end this as quick as I can. You know? so, so we fucking, we, we have the match. I love that match, too. It's great. Uh, less than less than a minute into that match, I almost get knocked unconscious by a knee. Yeah, the, but old, the old throw-down knee the, tied you there. The throw-down knee was uh, directly to the fucking face, and that's that's oh, not, that's, that's... that. Glad I faded it. Uh, yeah, that was that was full blown. Like that was just me going like, let's make this look good, baby. And fucking yeah, I, went, I just ate your knee as hard as I could, and it was fine though. I got right back up, no big deal. But uh, um, yeah, we had the match. Match was great. Um, we got to put over fucking. Um, oh, it wasn't the first time I'd done it, but I got to beat you with Outer Heaven in the end. Um, you got any special takeaways from that match, particularly? Uh, you know, like that match. You know, talking about the Muskogee thing. Like originally yeah. that was gonna happen. Uh, um, yeah. in March of that year, I think March so, of 2020, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's right. Tulsa at the, yeah. the Russell Center or whatever it right. was. And then, like, literally, COVID shut the world down. Yes. Like, the week we haven't even talked about sp- that, but we know. It was supposed to happen. COVID so happens. Wrestling yeah. you know, ceased for, you know, four months, basically. For so sure. this was, like, the first, uh, it was the WFC's first show after yeah. they allowed him to start running again. And, um, you know, it was kind of weird going back in. It was oh, yeah. That, like, should we really be even doing this? Yes. Like, we both had that. Uh, people down here are you know, pretty, pretty, uh, yep. pretty fast and loose with the masking, obviously. For sure. For sure. There's no vaccine yet, yep. you know. And I'm like, well, I really like wrestling, but yep. I, you know, I'm also like around other people. And You're stuff. wanting to be safe, yeah. But, uh, you know, to me, like, Nothing will ever top the build of the first match. Oh, no. Like, the yeah. big fight oh, feel. Oh, no. Yeah, but it yeah. definitely felt like something in the air, like, oh, you know, this is almost like a homecoming for wrestling. Yeah. You know, like, obviously, you're not going to have the same crowd size. But right. that place was pretty full. They were excited to oh, see yeah. wrestling oh, again. Yeah. And um, I think, like, from, like, just a mechanical perspective, yeah. I think we're both performing at a higher level than in the first one. I think like, so, too. Yeah. Um, I think we're both in better shape. Yes. I, I know I look, like, physically bigger. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. You know, and I think, uh, you know, if if I was just going to show, like, you know, probably like a, uh, you know, like uh, someone just looking to see, like, crisply executed sequences yeah. of moves, I think the second one is probably yeah. a little cleaner. For um, sure. But yeah. it's just like, you, you're not, you're not going to top the, 
the storytelling. Oh no! Out and yeah, for the first one, but it's a wonderful match. I, I, there's some there's some really sensational sequences and stuff like that in that match. The and, spot in the corner where you uh, balanced yourself. Oh yeah, uh, we, where he yeah. counters the Meliora. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. There, there's so many like fun like callbacks to the original one. Oh yeah. I block the the twisty buster and yep. hit the Rana instead. And yep. I go for the elbow drop. Yeah. And your knees are the knees, up this yeah. time. And you know, um, yeah, it's a uh, you know, it's it's a great match in its own. It right. really is. I really like the way it's shot too. Yeah. That kind of more intimate, like with the WC house lights. You know, where it's really dark. It has a much different feel, which which yeah. adds to because you've got the big one with the full gym and everything, the bright lights, and now you've got this one that is more intimate, like you that, said. That so was a great match. It's a cool, uh, it's a cool comparison between the two. I think you came out of that match and we talked, and I was like. As much as I want to like the first one better, I think I enjoy the wrestling of the second one. Better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was you very. Know, it was. I love them both. It was so. fast and furious, as do I. But uh, hell yeah, man. So I love. I love our second match. We didn't even talk about. And we, we're not gonna. We don't need to go into great detail. But like, we didn't even talk about as far as OKX one goes. All the fucking cool ass videos we did leading up to it, man. We videos did some. So I, I, you know, I had a bigger hand in more of those than I did in the actual match itself. But like. I love those, and like basic, and one of them was like halfway impromptu, the one where where you're like going through the bowels of that one building, and then I lock you behind the gate, and and I'm wearing the mask we, and stuff. We did like that because I had this angle with Aaron going yeah. on, and we didn't want to like right. Aaron was gonna beat me down, but yeah. we didn't want you to actually appear live because that would kind of diminish the thing that we had going sure, on. Sure, sure. Oh, it was. Okay, so yeah, you had the. Uh, we didn't want me to appear live because you were doing the thing with Aaron, and yeah. Right. Um. So like we were like, okay, well, what's something like we can do? Because like the last vignette was like you were clearly there, like right. painting stuff on the walls, fucking right. with me, but I couldn't actually track you down. So like, yeah. Well, what we don't actually like, touch, like maybe I can like see you now face to face, and uh, that's that's one of the cooler ones. I mean, they were all you know they were all very pretty cool. neat, but okay. I, I really like the way that one kind of came together, and you know, um, I really liked kind of directing like the camera work and stuff like yeah like follow me over my shoulder here it's and then we'll have cool, this man. shot of it over my shoulder with oh, you in the doorway and the I silhouette and like just you know stuff like that like you know it's one thing to like think about like yeah. putting together a match and like the moves and what makes sense there but yeah. like you know getting to kind of like go a little hollywood there and i love know, it man. and like you know shoot it this way for so we can capture this effect and you know this expression and stuff oh, like, man. and i i tell you here here we are again fucking we're an hour into this now and we've gone back to talk about that first match that happened two years ago again but like seriously one more note on that the fucking square hammer song by ghost when i found that song (laughs) and started listening to it and then then like comparing it to the ideas that we had and then ultimately seeing the music video that they put together i was like I don't. I, I was like that song was put on earth for me to put to this feud. Yeah. I, I I've yeah. never in my life. I I still have it on my playlist. Pops up from time to time, and like if I can say anything that happened like way better for OKX one that didn't happen for OKX two, it's that for me and Anders match, I really didn't have a song in mind that fit our feud perfectly. But for me and yeah. you, I listened to fucking Square Hammer on repeat for so many goddamn times. Yeah. And like when that that one vignette where it's over your shoulder down the long hallway and you see me at the very end and 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 Wes puts the the part of the song where it says like um stand right here right now before the devil mm-hmm. and like it's me at the end of the hallway and you standing there I'm like holy shit like this couldn't have worked out any better 
So, man, I, I, had to, I have to get a shout-out to fucking Square Hammer. As, as a coda yeah. to that, um, so a couple of weeks ago we were at uh, Graham's wedding, yeah. and uh, <laughs> yeah. you were doing the DJ honors yeah. there with that Bluetooth speaker. Yes. And when you connect your phone, Square Hammer starts playing, <laughs> yeah. and I'm like, oh, shit. Here, here we go. Here we go. The long con. <laughs> That's right. John yeah. Luke 3. Right at the Down wedding. by the creek. He just know? gets bicycle kicked right in the side of the head yep. as, at the wedding. Like, yeah. I, yeah. I, I played. That was the first song that popped up when I, saw, when I was testing the speaker. I was like, oh, yeah, here we go. Luke's here. Let's just play this. But, yeah, man. So, yeah, Wes, yeah. Wes absolutely killed it he, on those He videos. crushed yeah, it, man. Two of the best. I mean, he did, he did the Brad and Tim video, too. Two of the best indie videos I have ever seen he did for OKX1. He, he crushed it, man. He, it got to the point to where when I was describing video work to him going forward, I was yeah. like, I want OKX1 type video. Yeah. That's how I would say <laughs> yeah, it. That's yeah, how I would go. say it, too. Yeah, that's how you describe like, it. I want it like OKX1. Hell yes, man. Well, fucking awesome. That's, for the most part, that's the uh, that's that's kind of the uh, the end of the uh, Cross versus Langley like saga. There, we we had that second match. Um, next time we meet is basically, I mean, besides for maybe a couple little cameo things here and there, is basically when I fucking moderate the promo between Alex Royal and Luke Langley as y'all are heading into your huge match that happened just a few weeks ago. So, yeah. you, you ready to jump into that, big boy? Yeah, sure. So. The uh, my idea, which I, I don't remember if Luke and I talked about it, or uh -huh. not, but I really wanted John involved for the sake of a lot of Luke and I's story was based off of what he said about him being, yeah, you know, a guy that no one really viewed as a main event guy, and then you know, OKX One kind of gave him that opportunity. The story I really wanted to dive into was like, without me, that doesn't happen. You're right. not here without me giving you that spot. Sure, sure. And mm -hmm. John's tied in. You know, you, we talked an hour about why John's tied absolutely. Into that. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. John was my manager. John's wrestling mentor. He's the Luke Langley to Tommy Dean to me. So um, it only makes sense that John, you know, mediates it. And you would think like. The connection that he and Luke have, yeah. it w our personal relationship wouldn't matter. So yeah, 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 yeah. Um, that's why the mediation was so cool. But yeah, um, I'll let Luke dive in whenever he wants. But that promo, like I was, I was pretty happy with the the press conference for the most part, other than Justin's wife kind of hijacking it for a second. <laughs> um, and she did. Everything else, everything else was good. And I know Justin talked to her about that. So. Yeah, no, I um, uh, you know, I, I honestly don't remember too much of what I said. I know there was a part where I kind of felt like I stumbled a little bit with some of my verbiage because I hadn't thought at all about what I was going to say. Right. You know, I was just going to respond. But I think overall, like, the, the emotion was good. Yes. And now I like the moment, you know, with, you know, turning the table over and John's trying to split it up. You bail. And then, oh, and it turns out John was in your pocket the whole yeah, time. Yeah. And I, you know, fuck him off with the hyper beam. And, there you go. Yeah, it was a it was a fun build, man, because it wasn't like we didn't actually have to have matches or really touch at all, you know. It right. was just like it, it was kind of similar to the OKX one build and it was just like we we you know, we talked at each other a little bit and just mm. kinda you know, talked about how big a deal it was and, you know, the fans, you know, followed along and treated it like a big deal, you know. Sure. Like Biggest match in WFC history. Like, I don't know if honestly it, it actually is that, <laughs> but that's cool what build. we were calling it. Tag, and honestly, yeah. like, it fits, you know. Absolutely. It's, it, you know, yeah. it's, you know, the nice round number 10, the, the main event of the 10, 10 year anniversary, title, you know, Rumble championship winner. match. Yeah. Yeah. The overall, like, story there, like, it just to kind of tie it back to uh, me and John yeah. in the second match, like, so I wrestled John and, uh, you know, I, uh, I didn't want to just beat him the second time yeah, because yeah. I'm like, that, that seems kind of lame, you know, if I just beat him two times in a row. Originally, it was going to be like a DQ finish 
to lead to, uh, um, you know, like Aaron was going to show up and cause some right, kind of right, right. finish. Fuck yeah, that's right. But yeah. then that plan got scrapped because, you yeah. know, OKX2 got moved because of COVID. Yeah, COVID and everything, yeah. Um, so, like, we didn't really know what to do, and I was like, well, you know, um, I think you should just beat me. Yeah. And then, like, it was there was kind of like uh, a period where I was like, okay, well, what do I do now at WSC? Yes. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Uh, I had a couple ideas, and I was going to wrestle JD the next month, uh, yeah. you know, in a match that, you know, all got scrapped because sure. he uh, had had his leg broken by somebody. Yeah, um, right, 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 right. Fucking but, piece uh, of shit. Fuck <laughs> it. But um, really leading into that match, I was like, you know, because Tim didn't really know who he wanted to go over, and yeah. I was like, well, like, I've got two things I can do here. I can go heal, yeah. because I hadn't done that at WFC. Right. Um and JD be the perfect guy to turn heel on. Yeah. Or I'm like, or what if it's like because John beat me? Yeah. And that was like, you know, beating him at OKX one was what launched me, right. you know, in into the you know the hometown heroes title run and having this you know string of success. Yeah. Like, what if? Yeah. What if uh, you know? When John beats me, I lose that. Yeah. And then I go on this losing streak because I've like lost my foundation, you know. Right. Right. And, um, I pitched that to Tim, and I was like, well, ultimately, though, if we do that, I think it kind of has to end with me, like, coming back and winning the title at the end of it, you know? And Tim was okay with that, and he's like, yeah, it just, you know, it it can't be, uh, it can't be, uh, uh, you know, it can't be uh, before, like, Alex has his run with the belt. And I was like, well, that's perfect, because Alex is is a big fucking heel, so who better guy to, like, run with the belt until I have the the big comeback and I can take it off him, so... That would be the guy. Yeah, it came together really organically. I mean, we didn't... I don't think I got it across in promos as clearly as I liked, but I think think Burnham and the announcers did a good job telling the story of me, like, slipping, because I, like... I lose to JD. Right. Then we have the Ryder Cup, and I I lose to you know Dimitri in the first round, right. and then I lose to West at the anniversary show, and then like, I you know the villains are trying to recruit me because I'm down and out, and I keep losing yes. to them, and I finally turn around and I beat Kilbane, and then you know go into yeah. the Rumble and you know go on the winning streak from there. And, Hell yeah! You know it's a really easy story. It really know? is, and like, it was it was solid. Like I I, I really enjoyed. I liked. Like yeah yeah, so just you went on from from the match with me, the second match with me, to having the losing streak and then the big return and stuff. And yeah, you're absolutely right. Like him, him saying that like well, we got to give Alex his run first is like well well yes, and that's fucking perfect because now Alex can be the guy that you come back to have the big match with, the big main event match. So like I was pretty thrilled when um, I knew that that was where it was heading. It was going to be uh, Alex Royal and Luke Langley because you're two guys that have meant a lot to me in the last few years. So it's very cool that uh, that's where WFC was going to go with the main event. So hell yeah, man. I'm, I'm, I'm super excited, and I'm very excited for what I got to see. I want Alex to talk about that match with you, even though, you know, candidly, Alex just jumped out of the truck on a fucking phone call, probably to, uh, I mean, who knows, one of his investors or something, or maybe just his goddamn wife. TCB, man, TCB. TCB, who the fuck knows. We'll give him a few minutes to come back, and uh, I don't know, man. In the meantime, uh, why don't we talk about um, OKX? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, how about this? Let's talk about OKX, too, because, um, so... So I got what I wanted. Did you wrestle at OKX2? I did wrestle at OKX2, believe it or not. And um, I I did get what I wanted. I I didn't know where the fuck I was going to hang this bullshit up again after after coming back and wrestling you, where I should have just hung it up there. 
But, yes, out of all that, I got to have my, my match with Aaron Andrews, and I'm very proud of that match, of course, as I've, as I've fucking talked about nonstop. But uh, um, I, have, uh, I, I, I have that fucking match to always think about when I'm, when I'm... And, you know, I still... I look back at these matches. I watched our match. I watched my match with him fairly recently, and uh, I'm like, God damn, wrestling is so fun. But then I remember, I'm like, well, for me, where I'm at... I'm not really in it to make much money as a bell-to-bell performer, at least. And uh, so there's no sure. point in me wrestling anymore. So I have that OKX2. But I, I want to talk about you at OKX2. I really do. Because I just remember, I didn't watch many matches that day at all. But I watched you and Mr. Nasty. And I just remember me and Aaron fucking watching the monitor and really putting that fucking match over like crazy, going like, Fuck, here we go. Like, it, it hyped us up so much that we were going to have to follow you guys um, because we were so impressed with what you did. So, yeah. Yeah, no, it, that that was a really a, uh, uh, you know, just a satisfying match. Yeah. It didn't have to have, like, the big elaborate story to build. Right. Like, we did some, like, kind of fun, like, vignettes of him, like, kind of reviving his, you know pimp yes, character yes, yes. and Which like I'm me having like with. you know a black diamond industry person on the inside right. you know, just some kind of fun window dressing stuff but like oh, ultimately cool like it's just a wrestling match you know two yeah. guys who can go um exactly. there's a really simple story with me on the arm i think we i probably would have cut the heat by like a minute or two just to shave a little time off okay. it but yeah. like you know, it, it was great. I'm really glad we got to open because yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. following like all the hardcore stuff that was on the show later would have sucked. Yeah, it yeah. with that match, but, it probably would have been tough. No, it yeah. was a good. It, you know, it was a. I, I was pretty surprised, but by, by how um, uh, positively I was received by the crowd, just because yeah. Bobby's such a charismatic performer. Oh yeah, um, oh yeah. But it was a pretty even split, and I, I was definitely the. The heel of the match, you sure. know, as I, I think my character should be, you know, is kind of the tactical, you know, more aggressive type. And right. yeah, it was, just, you know, Bobby's a, a joy to work with. His shoulder was fucked up going yes. into the match, yeah, yeah. and you could kind of see him favoring it as it as it went on. But um, yeah, it was really cool to, to be the guy to kick off the, uh, you know, OKX2. Oh, yeah. And, uh, you know, really satisfied with that match. And it, 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 another one of those shows that very much felt like kind of a homecoming. Like, because, right. uh, you know, we were, we were coming out of COVID, you know, the vaccine yes. was starting to roll out. It was finally, it was feeling like the world was, you know, starting to open up again. And, uh, you know, the, obviously didn't have the size venue of OKX1, but, right, you know, right. uh, Wagner was sold out, standing room only. It was, it was and, as good uh, as it was going to get, yeah, for sure, yeah. And uh, couldn't ask for uh, for more uh, yeah. as, like, a feature match on, on the second one, no doubt. So, Absolutely, yeah, man. Nasty's awesome, man. Like, oh, dude, just, well, that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, getting to watch pretty much two of my favorite opponents go at it like I'm always going to be there for that so like I sh- showing up to watch that loved it loved every minute of it I had to see the monitor for that one so fuck yeah man okay x2 Alex is back um I just, back. since you dipped out on us I had we to just, put out a fire we decided to pivot and talk about nasty versus Langley at okay x2 yeah. but now that you're back yeah, yeah now that you're back let's talk about uh your big match because I know that you know we've got stuff to do today Luke's yeah, got to get in there yeah, and do some yeah, shit, yeah, but yeah. we need to talk briefly. I'm sure about... he's got Vinny's. Yeah, yeah, you know no, he's we, the champ. We got, we got 20 minutes. We're good. We're there good. you go. Well, he's the champ, so you know he's got. I'm also I'm also a one take wonder, so it won't take too Beautiful. long. Beautiful, so I true. love it. 
All right, so we left off with the uh, mediation. Yeah, we did the mediation. You're leading into the big match, the biggest match in WFC history yeah. as we build well, it. While you were gone, Alex, I talked a little bit about like my overarching story of like the losing streak after John yeah, yeah, the yeah, second time, and then yeah. coming back. You know, really simple storytelling. You know, overcoming the odds, turning it around, winning the rumble from the yeah. the first spot, and you know, and then oh, ultimately yeah. going on to challenge you who's been this unstoppable yeah. heel for the better part of a yeah. year so luke and i were talking we talked probably a year ago uh-huh. about you know the eventual outcome and ideas and all this good stuff um sorry i getting blown up but um <laughs> but yeah, yeah so we talked for a while about it and we kind of knew where we wanted to go with it and you know john had mentioned leading up to this and you know it's, we've talked about it at this point but it didn't he didn't feel like it had quite the promo build that you know a main event main event match yeah, should have yeah, yeah, yeah. and a lot I of that, that. I, a lot of that i put on me um for the simple fact is like yeah i, I was i'm pretty checked out you know yeah. and like and i and when i say that i don't want people to hear that and think like you know that i was checked out on this match it, it just meant i was 100 percent focused on luke right and right, i wasn't right. thinking about like you know character work or anything i was just thinking about this match and you know giving giving luke a match that he can actually be proud yeah. of because because luke's had a fuck ton of matches that you know are going to be Top of the line yeah. matches in any company, yeah, yeah. At least from my view, and I look at it like if I go out there, I just need to be able to hold my own and be able to give him a match to put, you know, anywhere close to that category. Right. So, um, a lot of my thought process didn't really go to, you know, promos and stuff like usual. But yeah. leading up to the last month, like I really kind of honed in and sat down and said, all right, I need to hit some promos. I need to find my character. I need to find me. Right. Leading up to this match, and I recorded three, and the first one I recorded was long winded, um, but. What? Five, it was it was it was five minutes as long. you do. Well, it was long winded, and like I felt like I was trying to cram a lot, and I was trying to be me while not feeling myself really. If I'm being okay. honest, and okay. uh, you know, it was the second one I hit that yeah. Luke messaged me, and he was like, "That's probably the best promo you've hit in a while." And uh, John had said the same thing. Yeah. It, it was the one about you know you're very you know vanilla, basic, monotone. Um, the reason why I was filming my promos in black and white was because they were easier for you to decipher and stuff like that, you know. And, Very good stuff. And just just Very little things stuff. like that. So I was in, I was enjoying the promo build. I like when you kind of like you tone down the character work almost a little bit because it's like you, you're you like you have this like kind of flashy like mm-hmm. you know uh, you know money hungry Alex Royal persona and a lot of it's like. You know, wrestling heel one oh one stuff, but I, I like when like you have that character but you rein it back in just a little bit and now it's just now yeah. you're just being a dick. Right. You yeah. know, or it's not like I'm a heel, I'm right, right, look right. how look how bad a person I am. It's like, no, I'm just a kind of a fucking asshole. Yeah, 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 and that yeah. that's I like when that. you get to yeah. that 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 sweet spot <laughs> is when I like mm. that Alex Royal character the best. Right well, I mean I felt like I was I felt like I was there because you had hit a promo, um you know, with someone, I don't know if someone's filling me in or if you had your phone set up, but um, you were sitting in a chair, there was a white door behind you, and, and you hit a promo about, you know, I wanted to hear myself talk, and, you know, I talked for a long time, but I'm not really saying anything, and I, I heard that promo, and then, like, it lit a little fire in me. I was like, oh, wow, like, I really want to respond, like, now. Like, yeah. I want to just re- fucking respond. I just feel it, you know, and, like, I remember the shop was slow, and I was like, all right, well, I didn't have my belt with me, I didn't have anything with me, and I just set the phone up on the deal, and that's when I cut that, hit that promo one take, swear to God. And um, hit that promo, and I remember I was looking at the time on the phone, and I was like, I want to prove this is one take. And I started reading the time as it was going on the phone. I was like, <laughs> it doesn't matter if it's five minutes or if it's two minutes or if it's one minute and 41 seconds. Like, yeah. you know, I wanted I wanted to really pour that in. And I remember I sat on that for a few hours because I was like, man, 
I don't want to come off like I'm trying to bury Luke, calling it monotone and vanilla and basic. And, yeah, yeah. You know, so I sat on it and I sent it to John and I was like, tell me what you think of this. John was like, post it. <laughs> I yeah. was like, I was like, all right. Absolutely. And people like there's there's a very um, logical school of thought with wrestling promos as a heel where it's like, well, you can't. You can't just call your opponent a worthless piece of shit. Yeah, yeah. Because then if you beat him, it doesn't mean anything. And if he beats you, you just lost to a worthless piece of shit. Right. But, like, at the same time, like, you know, if we're real people, like, we're trying to, like, and and we have a a legitimate beef, like, we're going to say mean and hurtful things to each other to diminish the other person. So, like, you know, calling me, like, boring or bland or monotone, like, you know, like, that's, uh, you know, that. That doesn't diminish like me as a performer right. or whatever, and I, I think it you know, uh, it speaks to criticisms that would have been valid about me. Sure, I don't know, 2016, Luke yeah, Langley, right, probably. Right, I don't right, think yeah. they apply. Yeah, know, yeah, at least, yeah. You for know, sure. Obviously, no, I'm for sure. I'm uh, not unbiased in this evaluation, yeah. but I don't think that's really applies to me now. But <laughs> no, I, it's something if yeah, you were being a dick, not. which you are, you would yeah, say, you absolutely. Know? Yeah, and I wanted to. I really wanted to like flex. Like, and we talked about it in the building of the match. It's like. In our psychology, is like, well, why would I try to out wrestle you? I've already said you're the best wrestler. Yeah. So in my psychology as well, it's like, if I could do anything, is I could fucking out talk people and yeah. I could out douche people. And mm-hmm. that was my thing. Is is that it was like, well, I could just tie in these really cool, you know, phrases like, I don't cut promos to try things out. I cut promos to show off. It doesn't really mean anything. It doesn't make any sense, but it sounds cool. Sounds it really sounds, good. Though. It yeah, sounds yeah. douchey as fuck. And you know, it was that promo that made me think, all right, I'm ready for this. And you know, we. Luke and I, you know, we had we had the match ironed out, and you know, kayfabe, you know, turn it off now if you fucking are a believer. Yeah, but you've already called the match you know, back on this. Yeah, podcast, I've already so. called it back. Well, Luke and I, like, you know, I want it Luke's perspective, but um, yeah, you know, we I smiled up Justin Lee a little bit. We went to wall, and you know, <laughs> Luke was like, as soon as we got in the ring, he's like, "Do you want to take a hyper beam?" And I'm like, "You think I take it like shit, don't you?" So let me let me let me fucking take this motherfucker. Like you know, like um, but yeah, we. Uh, every move, which was that was good. Small for me. sample size, a sample size of one, and it, you know it didn't go great. That's yeah, right. That's that's right. right. Well, yeah. In my head, I was gonna bump it a whole lot cooler, so I thought it was gonna be sick. There but, you go. You know, so you live, you learn. But we went over it. Everything felt good. Um, you know, the the process was very was very familiar to me because it was like it was like me and you. It was like showdown. I came and stayed at your house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, we went through the match the night before. We went and we had breakfast together. Whatever. We did the match. We yeah. hung out that night. Right. Luke and I did everything the exact same. Right. Mm-hmm. Except at the end, you know, he went his separate ways. But uh, one of the funny parts was um, the table break spot. I'll talk about that. So of course, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, well, and, and you know, Luke can dive in wherever. But Luke, we had this table and we were sitting on it for a long time. And we were use we were originally going to use a small one. But WFC's ring is pretty fucking small, so. If this long one we had, if we put it in there, it wouldn't have been near as cool as the six-foot break we had. Mm, yeah. So we had this wood, and we set it up on the outside, and Luke's like, you know, let's try it out. I was like, well, let's move it over here to the concrete because I don't want it to give. I want to see what it's like. Yeah. And we stood up on it. We walked around on it. You know, it was, I, was, I yeah. was like, man, I just don't – I don't know. Yeah. I said, I, I'm, I'm the kind of guy who second-guesses things a lot, and, like, when I put matches together, like, yeah. you know, I'm very self-conscious about, like, botching shit. So, like, if I – if I'm not like ninety eight percent sure I can pull this off and have it look good, I'm not going to put it in the match. Yeah, you know, yeah. I was extremely confident we had nothing. <laughs> like I was like, we got nothing to worry yeah. about. It's got braces on it. These things, you know, they're, yeah, they're, yeah, they're, yeah. they're it's a table. It's designed to hold, yeah. hold its, you know, hold weight. You know, right. that's the whole reason. The thing is, thing you had a really cool alternative too. Luke was like, "Hey, I'll just climb up on a chair on the outside. You lift me from the chair, and we'll go straight through." 
which probably would have worked just fine. Or, I yeah, honestly, I could have also, like, climbed on the plastic table that was literally right next to it, too. Yeah. But I, I, when I put you on it, you were facing the wrong direction. <laughs> so, yeah, but I mean, honestly, like, to me, it wouldn't have mattered because that, we were on it before, and it yeah, was fine. Yeah, and, of yes. course, you know, literally, I, we can feel it buckling and it, yeah. right as I jump for the buster, like... You know, it just, you know, it just shoots through. And I still kind of flipped over. And like, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. That's why, like, I was convinced it didn't, it must not have looked that bad because I had landed, you know, on my yeah. back, you know, on the opposite side like I wouldn't have bust her. Right. And then you're like, you know, it's like, do you want to do the, the chairs? The chair. <laughs> and I was like, I think you're, I think it's okay, something like that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and like, yeah. you know, and, and uh, you're like, I'm pretty sure it looks shitty. And I was like... Okay, let's do it. Yeah, yeah he's like, looks like okay, fuck it. Like he was yeah, fine. I think I probably and I've never in my life even yeah. <laughs> attempted a bust yeah. through chairs. You so. took care of me. I've seen yeah. it on video. You yeah, took care good. of me. You know, like my uh, your hips hit, but yeah, my, yeah but, I mean, it looks like a brain buster yeah. through two chairs. I mean, but you protected else? me yeah. well, and you know, yeah. I definitely like. I think I was kind of feeling it in my lower back for the last yeah. couple of weeks, but it's it's fine. Yeah, I know it was yeah. a little bruised, but like, yeah. you know. It, that's what you expect in a, in a right. match. We like did that. the match and we get to the back. And the first thing I say to Luke is, "You good?" He goes, "Yeah." And I go, "I fucking told you about that table." Yeah. And Luke, yeah. Hit, you hit me with the fucking Billy Madison line. It's the Happy Gilmore. Oh, that's what he's yeah, when he goes back into a Chubbs. <laughs> is like, "You're smart. I'm dumb. You were." <laughs> he you were recites right. this to me. In the I back. was wrong. <laughs> You're very good looking. I'm not attractive. <laughs> like <laughs> he hits that back to me, and I was like, "Oh my gosh!" Oh, but um, but no, the 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 one one of my favorite parts of the match, um, which I didn't know it would be. I love the transition of the bicycle kick catching to the flatliner. Yeah. I thought that came off really cool. Oh yeah, and that was like a last like we penciled that in that morning. I think because yeah. I was like, "Well, I should hit him with something kind of big to yeah. draw to." to set up the table spot so yeah. we can buy time. And yeah. yeah, no, that was... We I, also, you know. up until that match, we had it planned for not, me not to charge in with a chair in the open. It was going to be me charging in with a bicycle kick. And he just sidestepped, catch me in the... Yeah, that was a, an that audible was we called because we... I didn't want the entire cartel out there the entire match because yeah. I, I just could not get past, like, the... If this is no holds barred yes. and Derek and Reed are out there... Agreed. They should jump in the ring and beat the fuck yeah, out of me. Agreed. And, like, yeah. and if I'm a fan... I wouldn't be able to get past that. Like, yeah, why aren't they just kicking the shit out of him? Like, it's one thing if you have your security and Stevie because they haven't, they've not been presented as like combatants, yeah, you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. Like, so I can like, you know, and we used Rhett and I punched him right in his glasses, right in his <laughs> face, you know, like when he jumped up on the apron to grab my leg and uh, love it. But yeah, no, that the 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 adjustments that we made, I think, uh, you know, were nothing but positive. Right. And I think everything kind of. It kind of fell into where it was supposed to as well. There was a lot of, I think I might have been overthinking a little bit, but I was like, man, like hopefully that light's not that bright in the match because I can't fucking see you when you jump off that top rope and throw this chair. It was so in my face. Like I was just like, okay, we see a black dot. Here's the here's the chair. It came off good. Um, the little things that I really wanted to get over in this match that I was telling Luke about is I really wanted the little sound bites, yeah. like the you know go for the bicycle kick, you know, and say something, right. or when I caught him, you know, on his you know wrap around Pater, I wanted to look at him and I wanted the camera to catch me go, yeah. uh-uh. Yeah. I really wanted mm-hmm. stuff like that. I like it. Um, you have that moment later where you go back for the, the back elbow and I duck it and I hit the Saito. You we know? have the eye connection. I shake my head, no, no, no. Yeah. Yeah. You can actually hear that in the video, me saying no. So okay. I, I hope it comes off because I, I hope I milked that second long enough for yeah. you for what you intended. I hope yeah. it comes off when we finally do eventually see the edit. When I seen the fan cut, because someone, a fan filmed it, most of it. I watched it and 
you could hear me say no. The only part in the match now that I've you know nitpicked it to death watching the the clips back, which I need to see it in its entirety. The only part that I wish I would have been a little bit more like you know in on was you could tell when I was on the top rope and I was about to catch the. Um, palm strike around the waist. You could yeah. tell I was thinking about positioning. Yeah, we didn't have that when we had practiced it before uh, at previous shows. We didn't have that like full like hang up moment yeah, like, yeah, that yeah. we had. Uh, yeah, well, we knew it was possible, but uh, right. you know, I mean, it still I think got still the came across. across. Oh, right. it came off yeah. good. I, it, it just in my head, I, yeah. I can tell. I know my yeah. body, and I can tell like what I'm thinking. Well, if any, if they've, if if anyone has learned anything through enduring this, you know, yeah. hour plus of us revisiting these yeah, matches, yeah. it's that like. You know, we're hypercritical about every yeah, little thing. Yeah, we, want, we want it to come off great. And I said, you know, earlier, it's not supposed to look like an animation. You right. know, it's not supposed to look perfect. But you want it all to look clean and enjoyable and real, you know? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I came out in the back and John was talking about the powerbomb because everyone blew up over it. Yeah, yeah. And um, John was like, well, he's like, you could have either just stepped down and caught him, repositioned, yeah. maybe hit it. Or you could have said, fuck Luke and do it and hope it came out good. And you chose the fuck Luke route. <laughs> yeah. I think, he goes, I think it was the right call. Yeah, it honestly, it, it, it's, it my, felt, it's it, my favorite spot of the whole match. It, it yeah, felt great. Sure. And like you got me up high enough and it got a great reaction. Yeah. And I felt, the, I felt, I felt yeah. like, you know, we landed uniform at the same yeah, time. Absolutely. Just the way that bump's supposed to go. Yeah. I honestly think that that sit out like catching the rana and, and getting yeah. a sit out power bomb off the ropes like yeah. that that was one of the first ideas i had when we knew this match was going to yeah. happen because there was a part of me that was like i wonder if we could get this in the cage like yeah. the second ever cage match and i think that would have been like yeah, cool yeah. to do like yeah, in the yeah. cage and like um you know obviously that didn't yeah. happen i would have loved yeah but match. um yeah that the, the the super bomb was like one of the very first things that i was like this this needs to be in this match is like a big main event. Well, and it. I've seen that move ran back a few times by indie talent. The one thing that I love that you did is you fully extended out, like yeah, you yeah, fully yeah. like it looked like you were going you fully for it. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. if I just like jump up, it's like yeah, oh, he yeah, just yeah. set himself. Well, a lot up of people baby looks, themselves yeah, backwards exactly. for fear of getting dropped, and Luke had full confidence and like if, at the very least, I'm not going to drop your ass. Like I told yeah. him, I said if you go down and it pulls me off the buckle, then I'll just put one. Well, it'll be a run out power bomb. Mm-hmm. The point to where Luke was like before the match, he was like, well. Just powerbomb me and then roll me backwards and then super kick me and like remember that yeah, you could have turned, yeah we could have done it like a, yeah. a big stack there yeah, or something yeah, yeah. if we needed yeah. to but um, TKO was last minute it yeah. was gonna be uh, it was gonna be the fall from grace up yep. until the morning of I'm pretty sure easy bump that was, that was easy a good call bump. yeah because yeah. it's a simple move but it's a big move so yeah it was a and a nice callback a nice callback to JD yeah, sure. absolutely I knew he was there and I wanted to pop him so. yeah yeah yeah. But anyway, yeah, I was I was very happy with it and you know like I said I put my top five matches of all time out you know the other day online and. It's in there. So. Me, me too, man. And it Rightfully was, so. I think it, you know, like I talked about with like me and John and our chemistry, like, you know, I think that match had a good blend of like my sequencing and, and you know, the high spots yeah. mixed with like your kind of, uh, you know, smoke and mirror stuff with yeah, like yeah. the chairs and the tables and, you know, the, uh, you know, kind of the, the more, I guess, uh, the flair for yeah, those, like, yeah, those the verbal more, moments, the more gimmick, of, yeah, yeah ex- more like storytelling, character moments, things like that. I'm, so. I'm a big fan of stuff like that. I, I I told him on that I think probably on that podcast where he called the match back, where, but I was just like, I really he had called a few things to me, and then I kind of shut him down like, leading up closer to the match because I, I wanted to be surprised. I wanted to stand in the crowd and watch, and uh, I I didn't know what to expect. I didn't know if y'all were going to go out there for 45 minutes. I really did not know, and I think y'all made the perfect call. For like, because Alex Royal is not John Cross, and that that's not fucking a goddamn knock. That's a like, 
he knows he's not a engine yeah. wrestler. Right. No, he knows no. that he is a let's fucking yeah. I've got my plans. Yeah. I have my people. I have my weapons, and I know. And I have a strategy. And I'm going to put this motherfucker away. Like I love that. I love that you guys went out there for whatever 25 minutes and crushed it and did an amazing job. We did so much in the first two minutes of the match. Fucking like, amazing. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Nonstop fucking fun the and whole I, time. And I think the right call on a, a, a show that was going long anyway, because it's the anniversary show. Yeah. And everyone wants wants to oh, make yeah. a big, make it a big thing. And yeah, yeah. You know, like I, I think uh, there's a way. I, I love like the slow wrestling build like those kind sure, of matches sure, yeah, yeah. there's a place um, for it yeah but like for who Alex Royal is you know if he was honestly trying to wrestle who yeah. Luke Langley is like yeah, yeah. he doesn't want no part of fucking wrist locks and exactly. headlocks and stuff yeah. like that with that, me, that, you know? that was from Jump Street the, the, Alex Royal, the Alex Royal persona he never wants to look bad you know that like he, he has no interest in looking bad he wants to keep up this this aura of consistently being ahead of whoever he's in the ring with. So there's no way in a million years that he would allow you to go into a fucking collar and elbow and side headlocks and shit when he knows he's going to get out class doing that. That's how I read it when I watch matches and stuff. So, like, I, I love that. I love that it just went boom, just like balls to the wall. I think this is something I didn't say on that last podcast. I 100% believe this, like, in watching clips in the last couple weeks afterwards. I think that y'all's match, your WFC main event, was the appropriate good version of what Alex and I kind of wanted to do at Showdown one-on-one. I think that y'all took all the same kind of atmosphere of what we wanted to do. Even the same go-home. A lot of it really did. A lot of it. uh, You didn't have the... Well, you had cartel interference. We had Britney interference and stuff. Mm -hmm. But, like, we had Zach. But you took it. You condensed it down to 20 minutes instead of 40 minutes. And you pulled it off pretty goddamn well. They both have the parallel of a table fuck-up. Hey, whatever. How nuts is that? That's fucked up, man. But Show, I, I showdown. I can't break the table. Yeah, yeah it's you know? one of those things though, where it's like <laughs> this shit has happened to yes. you know the greats. Yeah, that's like what I told Rock, you. Yeah, you know, tagged you Kurt in the Ang- day. Yeah, 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 Kurt Angle, this is Triple us, H. Yeah, like yeah. you know, when he, when when you're relying on you know outside factors, yes. you know, shit's gonna go wrong. So you know, it, Luck, luckily it was know, a brain buster it, and not a pedigree. If you would have had him hooked for a pedigree when that happened, you probably would have got to win that match. Yeah, Alex. So. <laughs> my my goal in that match was honestly was to, with the exception of the faded forums that I started fading after the first one, I was yeah, pretty. We all do it. Uh, yeah, I was. I was pretty much like everything Luke hits me with. I want to bump like it's my last bump. I'm ever gonna take. You did very well. That was my that was my thought process because I knew watching it back, I'm gonna be very hypercritical. And watching it back, I was, and the corner spot was one. And uh, for some reason, I don't know why, I walked to the opposite side to get the chair at the finish, or for the kill shot. Yeah. But I will say, when I set you up for the kill shot, you could, you could feel the fans come up. And then when I went to swing and you fell, you heard them go, oh. Yeah. Like, they, yeah. we got that reaction that we wanted. Good shit, so. man. I was, I'm very, I'm very happy. I called it back, obviously. Yeah, me, me too. I, it was yeah. absolutely uh, one for uh, for my highlight reel. So, yeah, really okay. pleased with it. Loved uh putting it together with you and, and, you know, bouncing ideas back and forth and, you know, just, yeah, like we talked about before, like, uh, it's nice to have like something to like kind of focus on, you know, something to get excited for. I just, I I was so happy that we had the match down, but we weren't afraid to come off of anything. Like we, we changed stuff up until the last day. Like we'd be like, Oh, what do you think of this? And 
he wasn't even supposed to hit a hyper beam before the finish. And right. the no, night before we were talking about it and I kept pitching it to him and he's like, I can tell you really want to do this. So let's yeah. just do yeah, it. No, 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 no. I, it, yeah. it was the right call, honestly, too. Yeah, Cause yeah. it's say, cause I think I originally had me hitting like the EVD yeah, in the there EVD, and yeah. it's like, you astutely pointed out like, well, you like, you're picking me up on the fireman's at the very end to put me through the table. Yeah, like, yeah. why wouldn't you just do it there? And he's like, yeah. And plus it's, you know, it saves that big moment with me picking your ass up, you know, for the very, yes. very end. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Yeah, Super. no, it was absolutely the right call. So, uh, yeah, I'm uh, just glad that fucking table sequence. was fucking blew up at the end. Oh, oh yeah, great. that was there was no way that one wasn't yeah, going to. Yeah, so. that, that was. That, I was happy that did it because I was like, all right, that this made, table that, broke so good. That made, fucking, that definitely made up for. Yeah. The, oh yeah, the, the, the first table, yeah, no for doubt, sure. without a doubt. Guys. Anyway, cool. it's a uh, very happy with it. So you guys fucking crushed it. Um, Luke has a a very huge part in the storied history of John Cross and Alex Royal for yeah, what it means yeah, in this little pond that we're all swimming around in, so I'm very excited to see what Luke does in the future. Um, I don't give a fuck what Alex does in the future. Um, it doesn't matter to me at all. Um, Watching Dexter. Speaking of ponds and lakes, um, getting to the wrap-up of this, yeah, yeah, we we're going to dive a deep dive down. into the Dexter. That's going to be our next podcast. One and two on the next we're podcast. We're going to bore Luke with our Dexter talk. <laughs> Luke needs to hey, Dexter. Man, I, no, me. I would love to come back on and we got get to. in get into some other stuff because, There's like, of shit, yeah. you guys have expressed some really horrible, like, <laughs> movie opinions. <laughs> Um, you know, food opinion. Yes, you know, yes, there, yes. There are things that need to be addressed. Well, just because yeah. we like the Whopper better than the sweet and spicy bacon burger means nothing. Oh fuck! Uh, that they're not even in the same way. I don't know that I can sign on to that. Just one. so everyone knows, Luke is a strong ass Paul Heyman to Brock Lesnar advocate for Whataburger. So oh, okay. uh, that's right. He is. The we'll, we'll dive into. Yeah, he's the right. Whataburger king. Um, if it's after a good night, I know Luke well enough to know if it's a regular night of wrestling, he's going to have one of those bad boys. But if it's a good night, he feels really good, his ass is having two. I, I cut myself off at one uh, at Whataburger. Um, just one sweet and spicy bacon burger is enough. That's why Whataburger is great is because for like you actually get full for like the value that you pay. Like when I go to McDonald's, which, you know, that's kind of it's not bad, but it's kind of the right, last right, resort because right. it's so basic. Sure. Like I'm going to get the double quarter pounder and also a McDouble. And if I go to Wendy's, I'm gonna get the Baconator, but I'll also get like you know a you know a double stack to go right. with it. You know I gotta have that little extra, but I don't need a little extra with Waterburger. You know that's why it's the king. Well, you know what, fucking Alex may sit there and call you black and white and vanilla when it comes to fucking being Luke Langley, but when it comes to eating a fucking burger, this man is the fucking king of it all, my friends. So he is, yeah. fucking spicy fucking chicken bacon ranch fucking what the fuck ever i don't know but uh, i'm very excited to talk about food and wrestling and working out with you fools our so, next podcast I, I will dip into the old alex royal bank account i will buy us all a sweet and spicy bacon burger where's where, where's the whataburger around you claremore is there a whataburger yeah. in claremore oh yeah, oh, yeah. that's right I, 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 I could throw a quarter from the shop I yeah oh horse shit it's not that close it is isn't it it's not that close. Okay, I've never seen that. it. There's no you, way it's that close. Place you got to go, fucking tin box you, in that you, meth head you, gas station. You got to go down toward Tulsa a little ways, but it's there. <laughs> it's underrated what let's, Alex let's just, hit okay. me with. Luke's so, gotta, that's all right. I, I'm getting texts right now. From, Luke has got to go cut promos as the Luke, champion. Luke's, Luke's got Vinny's. Um, if there's anything, let's say a prayer for Justin Lee's left ass cheek. We know it's taking a beating this last week. So probably looks like a 15 year old's face or some kid with chicken pox. I don't know. But um, Justin, we're praying for you, buddy. Um, Luke, thank you for joining Justin, us. Justin, you're getting pretty small, bud. I it need was, you to put on some more size in that it, upper it body. It's a region. pleasure, guys. Uh, I, I, you know, I know we're trying to wrap it up, but yeah. uh, uh, you two are some of my favorites. You know, both as opponents that. and people that I've uh, uh, 
you know, I'm really grateful to have gotten to know both of you uh, a little better the last couple of years and, and working with you. So, uh, wonderful to finally show up here and, and do the pod with you guys. Awesome. Yeah, thanks for doing it, man. It's awesome. Yeah, man. feel the exact same way. You guys rock. Thank you so much. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, let's smash.